Welcome to the 10th episode of the Stop Farming Me podcast. I am the co-host, Mighty Vicious, joined by the ever-lovely Vixen V. Luna, the Empress Noi. Today, we're here to argue about the Game Awards airing tomorrow. But before we get to that, how's your week been going? And uh, yeah, let's start off with niceties before we start arguing and my blood pressure goes up. Uh, it's been going, um, well, work has been busy. So that's that's taking out the fun. And then remember I told you about my whole gas issues? So yeah. I had an inspection today. Thank God it was virtual. So everything was done. No more stress on my part. And mm. I'm looking forward to uh, Friday. How about you? Uh, last week I was in a rage. Uh, I tried to eat normal food. Um, I, I tried to have a pizza on Saturday night. And I spent uh, the next 12 hours doing my best impression of The Exorcist. Oh, boy. And uh, didn't get to sleep until Sunday at about 10 a.m. And uh, it didn't really, it didn't affect my weight, but probably because I projectiled it all out. So, you know, that that's basically where I've, I've been at. That and uh, just doing stuff, client work, getting annoyed, you know, the usual, the usual. So, insomnia so, turtle? Uh, yeah, yeah, he made a return just for a night only. For a night only, he made a return, and he was not happy about it. He was not happy about it at all. Um, but, yeah, yeah, nothing else going on? Me, um, well, so I uh, bought Elden Ring during the Black Friday. I think I mentioned it last week. Mm -hmm. And I never got a letter for confirmation, the, the email that said, like, I can pick up the game. So I decided to call them, I think, on Monday. I think Monday, or yeah, Monday. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, hey, I'm still waiting for the game to be picked up. And they said, oh, it's here. But I guess it was uh, a lot of, uh, on Black Friday, a lot of people were buying. So they there was a glitch in the system that never sent out the follow-up email. Yeah. So, you know, I went to uh, get, you know, get, pick up the game. But then I, I get the game of war is around the corner. So everybody, you know, talking about that at the GameStop. But uh, I played with you yesterday, the first 10, 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I share screen with you, Elden Ring. We'll see. We'll, we'll see my journey with that game. So far. Well, in the... Hmm? So far? I mean, it, it rem so far it's remind me of... Um, what game did I play? Dark Souls? So, one of the Souls games. So One of the original Souls games? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I know. I know the, the difficult journey is ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the vein of those uh, snarky keyboard warriors that no doubt were using their uh, adept communication skills within GameStop, we're going to be talking about those Game, of the, uh, Game Awards and, you know, going through the categories that we care about. And we got to start it off with... Um, Game of the year. And I'm going to let you take it because you know how I get. So you tell me. Out of Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and A Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. What's your pick? The Game of War is tomorrow. So we're happy to do prediction tonight. Let's get it out of the way. So for the game of the year, I play God of War, currently playing God of War, Ragnarok, and I did finish Horizon Forbidden West. 
I didn't play Elden Ring, so I can't really say I can pick that game because I just never I haven't pl have a chance to play the game yet, and it's unfair for me to vote. I end up at first I thought I was gonna pick Ragnarok as the game of the year, but I end up picking Horizon Forbidden West. I have a lot of hate, rage, hate toward Ragnarok right now. I deeply love the IP, been the biggest fan since the beginning of you know the franchise. So this is most painful decision for me, but I felt God of War shouldn't receive the best game of the year. Why? Why is that? First of all, I don't. The game just released back in what early November, so it's only been a month. So I wouldn't say it's a giving to game that's released earlier a fair chance because you only have one month, and some people don't even get to play through the game yet. So therefore, I felt like the timing at in November doesn't give me the, them the right to have the game of the year, kind of like that. That it's just like a month for people to so digest. And, and so you're saying it's opening itself up to recency bias? Yes. So so when people mm. pick, so if anyone picked the game, maybe because the the predecessor of the game is a success, that's why they pick. You know, they're like, well, the default should be God of War Ragnarok, right? So that's my first mm. take of why I felt I was thinking this morning, like, wait a minute, giving why would Ragnarok be up there since they have only a few weeks for people to the fan to play through you know and had a chance to digest because this is the most important award of the year right mm -hmm. so that to me is a little disadvantage and then second of all playing through the game i kid you not i'm about 15 hours into the game because i do a lot of looting you know <laughs> per usual so yes i felt even the the way the storytelling I do understand why they take this direction. However, if you remember Devil May Cry 4, remember that when they released Devil May Cry 4, you didn't get to play Dante, but you get to play at Nero. So yeah. I think that's when they lost a lot of people because I'm like, why would I pay money to play a lookalike Dante, you know, as Nero? Same white hair, same concept. So in Ragnarok, you you get to play, or I would say Atreus is more involved than before because in the first game, he was more like a side, you know, you all hear joke around boy, boy, you know, and he'd be yeah. throwing arrows, you know, shooting arrows for you, helping you out, but never really, you get to play him or his storyline. But in this one, it is very painful for me to play as him in some of the, the mission or some of the part of the game. And I just don't like it. I pay $70 to play what? The Rage God of War. Exactly. I'm paying $70 to play Kratos, okay? And if the first game storyline set up for what's going to happen in Kratos, fine. Then the 99.9999% should be all Kratos for me. If, the, if it's the last time I'm going to see him. Give me the Raging God of War. That's what I'm paying for. That was the franchise knowing for. Yeah, cool. The whole son-father dynamic. Cool. Do I care? No. I, I do not care about any of those. It was... It just, it, it, you don't understand. It is very painful. Like, oh my god, is this finished yet? Is it done yet? I'm on the part where I get to play Cradle by himself, you know? And I'm like, yes. Yes. 
This is why I pay my money for. Give it to me. So, so I'm guessing you didn't like the yak no. ride. No. <laughs> <laughs> I uploaded a Your clip. eyes. <laughs> no. I upload a clip. The funny thing is like I upload the little clip and someone was like, they should have cut this part out. It was so boring to play through. And I'm like, yeah. It is. I, all I'm saying is like good. I, I don't know who think this is a great idea. Fine, fine, fine. Maybe I'm maybe I'm too old and cranky to to think this through or understand the deep behind the storyline. Whatever. Okay. All I'm saying is I pay seventy dollars for what? Give me my God of War. Give me the crazy Kratos. That's what I pay for. I don't want it thinking. I didn't I didn't pay this to think a lot of stuff for. That's another thing. Like if I want to think it through, I'll play other games. Like Elden Ring, like you say. My brain does not function for Kratos. It's just automatically punching, punching, throwing, throwing, bring mm -hmm. out the chains, stuff like that. <laughs> badass, more badass, be badass, stomp badass. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, and, and, and just, the, just war. The one thing that God of War did way better than Devilman Cry because Devilman Cry gets so stupid. The only thing with the reboot, right? They, they did a reboot, which is awesome. But then the fallen is so cheesy and cringy that we're just like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing to Dante? That that whole franchise is like went down here. I like God of War how consistent they are with the storyline and they don't become cringy. However, I have to say, I don't know what people been smoking when they said God of War is good. Because as the number one fan right here, one, two, three, four, I say nay to five. And that's why I pick Horizon Forbidden West. Because what my take is like, do you enjoy the game? Yes. Do you like the storyline that they were telling? Yes. There's a gameplay you, you were happy with, you know? Not too hard, not to like meet you in the middle ground. Yes. It make, for me, that's the three criteria I, I'm looking for in the game. Overall, how is my enjoyment for the game? How You know, and the graphics and everything, yes. But overall, do you enjoy, do you love the game? I did. I did with Horizon Forbidden West. I can't say the same about God of War. 17 hours, it's just like cringing and cringing. It's like, give me back. Give it back me Kratos. So that's my take. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, I was very... Mm, no. Okay, now... Well, well, what, what, is there a game from earlier in the year that you think should have been on the list or that you can think of that you believe should have been on the list for a game of the year? Um, well, I was looking through, I don't, because I don't really play a lot of games, you know, because of my work and everything, but the only thing I probably think, maybe, I, I don't think it would be on the list, but if I have to say, going back to the stuff that I like to enjoy playing, Bayonetta was on, I know it got released on, but then I don't have Switch, so I can't tell about the storyline, but that's always been one of the original. You don't play Bayonetta for a storyline, <laughs> but, but, hey, but as a game. It was Just good. As a game, yeah. Bayonetta, I can understand. I can understand that. No, because it, it would fit right. The same thing with um, God of War, like the action adventure type. You know, it, it fit right in. You know, same thing. But she's more like Dante in in, in a way. But I just say like, if you talk about the game that I follow or I play most of the time is adventure. You know, story driven game like straight to the point A, point B, kind of like that. Here, here, mm -hmm. you're done. So that's why I thought of Bayonetta. But other than that. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm waiting to pick up more time to get to play Elden Ring. Then I will probably kind of follow up video on that <laughs> at some point. Yeah. 
But yeah, what about you? We had the well, discussion last week, didn't we? <laughs> well, we all know what my pick is. GG Easy No Re Elden Ring. It's not even an argument, in my opinion. Like, from the cultural phenomenon of Let Me Solo Her, for people who knew about that, there's a really hard boss in the game that people were losing their minds trying to beat. And in the game, you can call people into your game to help you with bosses. And lo and behold, this dude was having trouble beating this hard boss, and he summoned someone who was in the area, and it was a person called Let Me Solo Her, because the boss is female. And the dude that came into this, in the, into this person's game had on a loincloth, a pot for a helmet, and literally beat the boss without getting hit once. And when you know this boss, that's it feels impossible. And he, this guy became a legend just because all he would do was sit at that place. And when people wanted, they could call him in. They could sit at the back of the arena and he would fight this boss alone. He's had statues made about him. He's been interviewed by a bunch of places. Like it created a cultural phenomenon. Wait, what? So uh, you see, you you're new to Elden Ring, so you haven't heard the the legend of "Let Me Solo Her." But you look at that. You look at how big of a craze Elden Ring has created this entire year, and then you look at the sales. Of the game. Now, you can't tell the quality of a game by its sales, but for a Souls game, this game has sold more for From Software than all of their other games, including Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Sekiro, Bloodborne. It sold more than all of those games combined. So, let me ask you a question. I know you played a couple of them in the past. I know you told me to play. Mm -hmm. Is it What's your first game? Dark Soul or Demon Soul? Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah, I think I got it. Cause, but what's differentiate between those games to Elden Ring? What I would say is the difference is, one, the way that the world is set up. Because they've always been a contained, not linear, but... Oh, oh, oh are you talking about the fat fucker? <laughs> wait, 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 what? El El Elden Ring. <laughs> Uh, you know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. I can't remember who you're talking about. God. Yeah, we talked about this, but I can't. Game of, I just Game of Oh yeah, George R. R. Martin. I think that he had a lot to do with it, but not as much as it was maybe marketed. Okay. But but basically, it's like they've always built on top. Like it's always like a you have an area. There's it's not necessarily open world. It's contained and you can go up and down throughout their level design. This is more of an open world game. And as the director said, more people are going to beat this game than any of our other games, though, the way they finessed around how you can beat the game without seeing half of the things you would find out about the world if you actually explored. 
And if you explore and find those storylines and stuff, it's absolutely massive. And it gives you that feel. But all these things aside, there's no real choice but Elden Ring compared to everything else. And the reason I say that is because you look at every other game on the list. Like, really look at them. Which ones have an experience you haven't been given before? And be honest. God of so, War so, is God of War. So you're talking about, if you're talking about original, like an IP, like a new. Something, not even original IP, but something that in its execution truly gives you gameplay that you do not come across. And like, let's, like, let's go down it. God of War is God of War. And if you want more God of War, well, then by golly, you'll have it. The action is more visceral. Kratos has been kitted out hard and, and when you can play him. A good, a good, a good, look at her face. It's so perfect. But yes. on a real gamer experience this. level. Yeah, but on a real gamer experience level, it's not a new experience. Horizon Forbidden West is more Horizon. It has some fine tuning. And I, and I don't say that to knock... Horizon. It's beautiful. It's sprawling. It, it's Horizon. You've tasted it before, and you know exactly what you want, what you'll get. It's pH balance goodness from both of these titles, cinematically and mechanically. Let's move to Stray. Stray from Annapurna is yet another testament as to why I believe Annapurna might be the most creatively free development firm in the gaming industry. Like the atmosphere that they create within Stray with design is 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 pretty close to unrivaled in my opinion. Yeah. And the execution of playing as a cat, I mean, mwah, the experience, it's beautiful. But I would say it's more of an experience than a game. But I'm fine with that experience because that's not something you get a lot. Like, I mean, it's as simple as making a game where you're a cat. When was the last time we had that? That's like the closest. That's the only one that I can truly argue for, unless my game that I think should have been on the list was on the list. Of but in a Plague's Tale Requiem, they have some fantastic tech going on behind the rat physics, you know, and coupled with a good story, but nothing that pushes the boundaries outside of what they're doing with the with the rat physics. But like back to your take like something that you haven't experienced before beside it i mean wouldn't elden ring be the same thing as other souls games see, too? people see people would people say that but the only way i can truly express it to you is if you play elden ring you may think you know what you're playing but at some point in the game, and this is none of that hype train horse shit. I'm not the greatest Elden Ring player of all time. My build sucks. I just changed my weapons. Monsters are bashing me in the face left and right, okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to just be like Elden Ring because swole bro. No, it's just you think you know what you're getting when you're going into it. I've talked about it before. I hate open world games. They're just not made for me. I'm not built for it. I find it boring. I find them three miles wide and one inch deep. They, it's basically just making something. It's, it's Lord of the Rings. Like most open world games are Lord of the Rings, the movie, the game. 
It's it's Vista epic. It's not actually epic. You're just running across huge fields. That's wasting my time. That's not respecting my time as a gamer, in my opinion. Like, that's how I take it. Elden Ring broke my understanding of why I... Oh, for, for the last seven years, I've been talking about how much I hate open world games. Elden Ring broke all of those perceptions that I had for why. Because it's an open world game, and I'm sitting here speaking this way about it. So you may think you know what it is, and you may look at it and be like, oh, it's just Dark Souls Part 2. Or, or, well, Dark Souls Part 4. Or it's just Demon Souls with a little more paint. It's, it's not. It's not. And you won't understand unless you actually play it and play it through. Don't turn into a, 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 a sad baby when you get beat. You're supposed to get beat sometimes. You're not supposed to win every battle. You're not Kratos. Wait, defining, okay? defining beat because your definition of beat is like, maybe I get beat up three, four times and I'd be okay. No. But no, my, my but, definition but... <laughs> of my definition of beat is there's so many levels to understanding how the game works and how you have chosen to work within it mm -hmm. that you have to live with your decisions, whether that decision is if you want to have a shield, if you don't want to have a shield. Do you want a sword that doesn't have reach but is fast? Do you want to use and do you want to try to poke but from behind damage? There's people have played this game and beat it using two shields. It's one of the same reasons I always go to bat for Divinity Original Sin 2 when I was trying to explain to y'all why that game is so great. And in my opinion, now has true competition for the best RPG ever made. Because if you wanted to be a half-dead poison tank who used dark magic and shot fireballs from the sky, you could do that. If you wanted to be whatever you can think of, you could be in Divinity Original Sin and it had a great story. Elden Ring is the same, but it goes deeper than that. So... To to wrap this up, only in only Elden Ring gives you something you didn't know you were getting. And it does it at such a level of quality in every area that it literally still surprises people how much it encapsulates them. Not to mention that more people than ever before ventured into a Souls game. So, like, you know, you only have to look at Modern Warfare 2, the latest Call of Duty, to know that sales don't equal quality. They made $100 million or $800 million in 72 hours, and the game is still glitching, and the features are, are, are missing. So, they, I'm not going that route. But, you truly won't understand what's so great about Elden Ring unless you understand that it's not like any other game you've played. And I say that to make people understand that if you run into, like, most games, and even if you look at the other games on this list, you'll beat them. You'll beat them. They're, they're, like, the biggest argument people have against Elden Ring is accessibility. I look at it as a bonus, because most games, you can, people need to know that enjoying games doesn't mean winning at them. And I think that's one of the best things about From Software games. Even the ones that I hated and couldn't get far in. It's a different experience. That in its base. 
you will beat every other game on this list. If you beat Elden Ring, you will love it more than any other game on this list. And understand why I say there's no comparison. Even if you don't beat Elden Ring, if you make it to the halfway point of Elden Ring, there's no, even understanding your own shortcomings, there's no argument. But it depends on if you can get there. Because I've said it many times. There's two types of people that go into Souls games. There's the people who didn't stay with it long enough to love it. And there's the people who love it and know it, like who stayed with it long enough to where it's one of their favorite games ever. And that applies to every FromSoft game. But what game do I think should be on the list? Sifu from Slow Clap. Sifu yeah. was an amazing game. Yeah, I saw that, but it was not on. What? First of all, it's on the where category. It's under fighting, which is kind of weird because what, yeah it had a story and everything it's not street fighter when i think of fighting game i think of like street fighter tekken, tekken. yeah you know all those guilty gear x those type of game but yeah, yeah it was under that category and it was not under best action adventure nominee list let me double check yeah i would have won it if it was i would have definitely picked it but you know, um, and if you didn't know, it's actually getting a live action other than the live action movie that they already shot, which was like an indie short film. It's getting a live action movie adaptation from the writer of John Wick. No way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They just announced it about three days ago. So I'm all about it because if if you're a fan of old school martial arts films like me. You know, I love all the old ones. Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, the Crippled Avengers, the Chinese Super Ninjas. You get, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm a film buff. Y'all know that. But I'm a huge fan of the old martial arts films. This is basically that, the game, and turning that into a modern movie could be magical. If they can pull it off. And... If they can pull it off, seems to be in good hands because if you're the writer of John Wick, who you have to look at also has the ties into the uh, stunt team that worked on the raid and was in the last John Wick film. That's all you need right there to make a Sifu movie. That stunt work team, which was the two Asian dudes that he ended up fighting towards the end of the movie, that, that team... Of guys, they're like stunt team and actors. You get them for Sifu. All you have to do is watch the raid. Watch the raid and watch the raid too. And if you don't see what I'm talking about, you're blind. But if they get those people, you know what Sifu si is going to be like a sneaker hit. You know what Sifu reminded me um, a little bit? Remember mm. the game we used to play while well, we played in, on Dreamcast? Uh, Shinmu? Oh, yeah. Shinmu. They got Shinmu up on uh, PS Plus now. Oh, they do? Actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember uh, that game was like the first, what was it, like real-time RPG kind of like that? You have a sun, sunrise, sunset. It's like a whole world yeah. kind of like that. The, it was like the next best thing. They're going to make a, how many? Seven, eleven, 11 of them or something like that? I don't know. It was a long time ago. They remember they were going to make a lot yeah, I mean, if it had better production time, they probably would have. But yeah, it was a it was luck to get two and three, so yeah. The two, on uh, which console did it came out on? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, two came out 
on Xbox only, I think. No, two came out in Japan only. Oh. At first. And then about two or three years ago, they finally had an American release for it as part of like a special edition where they like remastered one and two. And three, they were working on as part of like a Kickstarter. And I believe that's either coming out soon or it already dropped. I, I can't remember. Oh. That, was a, that was a certain part of my life that I'm not revisiting. But I, yeah. Shinmu 2 is one, is, still remains to be the only game that I've ever missed like a class for. When I went to college and Shinmu was out, I literally missed class. The only class I missed because I was playing Shinmu. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah so um i guess we move on to uh best game direction what game okay let's see view category best game direction is art direction or uh best no game? just no, no, best game direction yeah so you got elden ring god of war horizon forbidden west Immortality and Stray. I know. Yeah. Yeah. What did you vote? Uh, I'm going to have to go. Well, for best game direction, it's Elden Ring. That's, it's I actually. Okay. Yeah, I picked that too, even though I didn't play it yet. But I felt like from, from your the way you talk and from other people's talking about, I felt that it's, yeah. the, it's the best fit. If anything else, that would they should definitely give it to uh, Elden Ring because the other one God of War here yeah, Horizon Forbidden West I'm like mm. I wouldn't say any of them innovation Stray is innovative oh yeah 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 I don't know what the heck is immortality have mm. yeah ain't nobody, ain't nobody worried about that okay. anyway that... yeah <laughs> but yeah I would say Elden Ring because as I've said before they to piece that game together, the things that created the lands between of lore, varying enemy types, backstories, the specific pieces of the world that all look different, but all have visual cohesiveness. Like you just, you can't mess with it. So yeah, but it was a little tough because I was going to say Horizon, but only because I know people prefer, they prefer a certain, a, a certain way of looking at it. Like as far as when they say creative uh, creative vision and innovation in game, most people don't want those things. They want more of the same thing that they experienced already. Like like you were saying with God of War, where it's like you're not looking for them to reshape the 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 mold of 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 storytelling. You're like, do it with Kratos. Don't give me somebody else. So, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, but but I would. But then I wouldn't be biased when I look at the best game direction and they told me what to look for. I wouldn't put God of War as a, you know. It, it, yeah. The fact that it's the same as the way you play, the way the story is, is pretty much the same as the previous game. So I wouldn't put that, when you say innovative, that means something new to the game, right? To something yeah. Good. Yeah, so I would definitely don't pick Horizon or God of War. Like I say, Elden Ring would fit that category based on what, you know, you've been... You've heard. You heard, and yeah, yeah. and Stray, which I, I I saw a lot of you know YouTube videos. Did you play it? Stray. It's free on PS Plus. I know. You should play it. That game I, will warm your heart. Probably. That game will warm your heart. It will. Yeah. 
I will play it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so then we get into best art direction. I'm pretty sure y'all know what I'm going to say, but what do you say? I would say I give it to Horizon Forbidden West. I can understand. Yes. Um, I can't remember the dude's name, but the dude who originally designed the uh, creatures for Horizon, he passed away after the first game yeah, he uh, was launch. Too. Yeah, he was something. a young dude. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like, that's it's still impressive just following in the line of what he created. And so, um, I mean, it's a beautiful game. I, I personally wouldn't give it to it over Elden Ring, but I can completely understand someone who would. Yeah. Yeah. I would so, definitely give it to Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. So then we got best action adventure. God of, well, the best action adventure. Yeah, it's kind of weird for me because Horizon Forbidden West is under this category. I thought it would be RPG. That's what it, it was, like role-playing game. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of weird that it will be under there. But I did pick God of War. No matter how whiny and bitchy my hate for it, overall, I would say it does deserve for the best action-adventure game. It, uh, you said God of War Ragnarok? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'd say that too. Even um, put my hate aside, I I would still think it's a great game that to be winning that um, award. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's adventure, and I mean, like I said, we kind of have to give it to him because Elden Ring's not in this. Mm. <laughs> not not in this category, though. That's strange to me. I, I'll accept it. Uh, but this is where we get to something that I think we might talk about for quite some time. And that's the best adaptation. Yes. Let's, let's the best gaming that. adaptation. So I think this award has to go to Arcane due to the sheer achievement of what they pulled off with the series, technically, visually, story-wise. But it, God, it hurts me. It hurts me to say this because I want to give it to Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Me too. So bad. Me too. But 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 then I because we watched both of them, right? And I thought about it. I'm like, okay, okay, Arcane is good, and and honestly, I have to say, the animation, the graphic, it just one one up, one up from uh, Cyberpunk. Even though we love the Cyberpunk studio, you know. Kill yeah, kill they, I don't agree with you already. You spoke bad about Studio Trigger, so no. you know me and you are gonna have problems. But other than that, no, I felt the animation of Hurricane is different. You know what? It remind me of it. Remind me of um, the the Spider Man animation, um, multiverse or yeah, yeah, into into the Spider Verse. Into the, yeah, the way the the, the shading, everything. It reminds me. God, I can't wait for that second one. Yes. Oh my God. Anyway, and, continue. Yeah, and I I did like Sonic the Hedgehog, the first one. I haven't watched the second one, but it was pretty good adaptation, but I wouldn't compare that to Cyberpunk or Arcane. And then Uncharted is <laughs> still on my pending list. <laughs> did you watch it? So, yeah. Okay. You didn't mention anything, so probably... Okay, well, let me put it like this. Uncharted, if you sit down 
and accept that it's not the game. And and the reason I say that, or it's not that it's not the game, it's that it's not the adaptation of the game that you saw in your head, but it still is an adaptation of the game. Like at most people, because let me explain, because most people a few years ago, um, uh, what's his name? Of God, why am I blanking? He played the captain in Firefly. Um, oh my God, yeah, I wouldn't remember his name. Oh, I know God, who you're talking his... about. No, but it, it, oh my God, I almost had it. Oh, it's... the TV show, right? Yeah. Oh God, I I can't remember his name at the moment, but basically, he did um uh, um. Uh, a short film that was basically him kind of trying to be like trying to put himself up for the role of Nathan Drake. He's and it's really good. It's really good. Like it, it, it encapsulates the heart and soul of what you want from uncharted. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion. Nathan Fillion. That's his name. And so he did this this little short film. If you haven't seen it, you should look it up on on uh, YouTube because it really is he, good. He, it's, he, he does have resemblance to the animation. Yeah, like, yeah. So, like, if it, so, it's like you're not getting that take, but you're getting a take that's close enough. You're getting the Hollywood take. And I don't say that with any negative connotation. If you sit down with no expectations, as you shouldn't have any expectations because it is a Hollywood blockbuster adaptation of a game, you can sit there and enjoy that movie and enjoy the things that they did get close enough to write to, to skate by. But it shouldn't be anywhere in... I mean, it is an adaptation, so I guess it should be in this list. But, but it doesn't compare really to what everything else that's in this list. It's but not. But then that, that's that. unfair because when we when we watch Arcane and we watch Cyberpunk, they were it was really good adaptation. So, no, so, no, so, no, 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 no. I will not. I will not sit here. You, you know what? I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish my answer because you before you, you started back talking, before you begin, no, no, no. Before you, before you started bad talking Studio Trigger, they, I want to give it to them because it's Studio Trigger who just don't make bad animes. But they have a style that separates them from the basic studios. And the reason I want to give it to them is that if you look at both games that these animations come from, they, Arcane or Cyberpunk Edge Runners, one has a distinct story that ties directly into the gamer's experience within the game being adapted. Arcane is absolutely amazing as an animation. But the the category is adaptation. And calling Arcane an adaptation of League of Legends is beyond generous. So you know what? I changed my answer. It's Cyberpunk Edge Runners because as I just thought that out, that's not an adaptation. Y'all just got to make a, a, a y'all just got to make up your own story, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with actually adapting the game itself. Jinx and it. it's amazing. That's the and whole it's point. Amazing. That's the no, whole point. No, that's the whole no, point. 
No. You the know, whole, you know, you know the anime surpassed the game. That's when you know, like, damn. That's true. It's not hard to. It's not hard for the animation to surpass the game when it's a top-down, like <laughs> it's a top-down game. That's not true. Look, 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 look. I'm just saying look, it's not no, like no, they no. took hold a on, game that on, was steeped in story hold on, hold on. and turned it into arcade. Hold they on. took a top-down one-map game that you don't even have to care about the story, and they just put it together into so it's not adapting the game. It's no, adapting okay, look. Fine, you can say that, but how many adaptations that actually work well? Look, don't look at Dota. Flop like hell. Season one, season two. The storyline is like there is no sinking. There is everywhere. So why why is Dota not on the list? They have season one and season two. So if you, what you're talking about, if anything is easy, then why they're not on the list? So yes, I didn't I would, say I didn't I, say it was easy. I said that it's, it's they isn't hard. Had, it isn't hard, but apparently they had it is the ability, hard. They had the ability. They had the ability to basically just pull from the world, but adapting a game. Like let's like let's get down to the to the nitty gritty and let me see what let me see what uh Mike is talking about in chat here. Well, you get to see how Jace gets his hextech hammer. Victor becomes a bot. Jinx gets Fishbone at uh, as her gun, and V gets her hextech gloves, which are their characters in the game. Yes. Yes, this is true. And it is and a backstory. Been, it is a backstory of, of the origin there, of them. There so, is lore. There is lore. But if you look at the lore of the actual characters given in the game, they have holes in them. Okay, the size hair, hair, hair. of the craters on the moon. Hair, hair, hair. And, and this is the point. Game adaptation. Yes, and they Cyber... Adapt. Look, 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 look. I didn't see Cy the rift. I the didn't see the rift on Arcane. Cyberpunk is an adaptation of a book also. So, adaptation from a book to a game to an yes. animation. Oh, and my God. Three chances to get it right. Three chances to get it right. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, just because you actually have a story doesn't mean it can be used against you when someone adapts it. The point is, is adaptation means that you adapted the game. And I'm sorry, but you're I'm getting sorry. really loose. Like, no. I'm, and believe me, I'm not trying to talk trash about Arcane because I absolutely loved it. But you look at what a player experiences as... A, a, a league player. We just spent like five episodes talking about league. You mostly see the rift and a 5v5. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I didn't see the rift in Arcane. So when you're adapting the game, you're adapting loose, you're adapting loose lore. And not the actual game. Wait, it, wait, that but, you're but, but 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 the for okay for Cyberpunk, those characters is it playable in the in the game, or that's just a character that they make up for the the anim the, the. That's the, a character. Those are characters that they made up for the for the thing, but <laughs> because the story. So loosely adapted. Because the story. Because the story of Cyberpunk is that it's the city the city and what it does to people is the story same thing when arcane they were talking about the lore the origin of, of literally 
literally if you played the game but you don't play the origin of her story you play as a person in a lane shooting a rocket launcher you don't get any story in league of legends you get lore that's loosely plot based Look, that fans created the biggest a video game to another entertaining medium i'm saying it's fine to me i don't know what you're wait. talking about uh, wait what, I, I, you... I read what I, I don't see what you're talking about read I... what Best adaptation. Recognize outstanding creativity work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment yes. medium. That's fine. And, and, in Cyberpunk, and you have bigger characters in the city. In Arcane, you have real characters that talk about the backstory of their origins. It, it, I see it's a fair it, trade. All I'm saying is you say, read, read that sentence again. Adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Keep reading. Yeah, recognize outstanding. Okay, beginning. Re re Wait. Oh, I'm not recognizing outstanding creative, creative, create. Oh my god. Blah. Creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Faithfully and authentically. But what I'm saying is, they yeah, did great. Arcane is, I can't, I, I feel like you're taking this the wrong way. No, Arcane I think you, is amazing. But you're not, a, you're not faithfully adapting the game of League of Legends to an anime. You're adapting pieces of, little pieces of lore given for each character. To the game, the only thing that separates Edge Runners from Cyberpunk is something that you can correct in the game. All you'd have to do in Cyberpunk is name your character the same character, and that is the experience. That's it. That's adapting. They got Night City right. They got the way everything works right. But you right. know they, they can't. Everything. But why would they recreate recreate a game? into an animation that's like well you're gonna have a summoning all the stuff okay first of all riot knows that they riot know they fucked up in the beginning with like the whole summoning <laughs> thingy like they already know so they they kind of scratched that as you know so what they're going for is fine and the storyline is cohesive uh uh what? mike in cyberpunk you can have their augments i don't know what you mean by that people have literally since edge runners came out created the edge runners the edge runners like builds in the game you can have all of that stuff so i don't know what you're talking about there but all i'm saying is i love arcane i love what they did with the with the pieces of of lore that are provided by the game itself yeah but i just see it to i i i personally believe that calling arcane an adaptation of such of the game the actual game that you play called league of legends is beyond generous i would con i would consider it how would you say it's not that it's not an adaptation it's that it's not an adaptation in the no i'm not talking about mods mike you can play the only thing that was modded into the game to match the actual anime was the uh psycho the psychosis that you get from having too many mods everything else is in the game already but anyway i just feel like 
calling it an adaptation. It's like if you made um let's say you let's say somebody uh well this is a perfect example. Do you play chess? Not really. I play Chinese chess. But yeah, I understand the chess. Okay. So you have chess. And let's say that they made a movie out of chess. And the movie tells the story of two rival kingdoms that have main characters that revolve around the pieces of the board. It's an adaptation of chess. But there's a little bit of air quotations around the word adaptation. Actually, to your point, there is actually uh, an old Hong Kong movie that based off on um, Chi Chinese chess. No, no, Chinese Oh, I've not seen the one about Go. No, 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 no. This is the other Chinese chess. The other one that's mm. kind of like the chess piece. Like you have all the... It's kind of like the Chinese version of the chess that you... The Western. Anyway, the point being, I'm, I'm saying it's, <laughs> it's an old, old movie. And, um, yeah. and the character... When you say adaptation, they mean literally adaptation. Like, you know how the the the... The queen can move the bishop the way they only move like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just give an example. That's how exactly the movie is. <laughs> so when you talk about this, there, there's certain. Yeah, there, there were. Yeah, so, there, there was a movie like so that. So yeah. So that's what but, I'm saying. It's but, like you but, can but, call but, it an adaptation, okay, and it okay, is okay. by definition. Okay. But you have to recognize it's a little different. Well, okay, no, of an no. adaptation. Okay, then what about? Than, but if if we take your definition, but like then almost ninety percent of the adaptation should be not even considered. Like um, uh, wow. No, but I would say that that's not the same. Because in WoW, they actually used characters that were in the game and the situations and stories they were trying to tell are actually in the game that you play through. This is like, I'm sorry, but it's like, that's the same. You are a character. You are a character. You're playing through this world. There are missions. There are factions. There are things that you're doing. You interact with all those things. They adapt it into a movie that still has all those things. When it comes to Arcane, which is, do. once again, a 10 out of 10, amazing, amazing animation, loved it. I, I, in my mind, it's just really hard for me to sit there and say it's an adaptation of the game that I played for five years when it literally has nothing to do with the game other than the characters they use. But I, I like though because it's setting up maybe for season two and season three where you see and the fact you can't just go straight I, to the I war. Can't wait. I can't, can't. No, no, no. I can't wait. I can't wait for season two. I, I hope they're almost done with it now. You did see that they released the uh, new footage on their their uh, fighting game, right? Yeah, I, I saw it. It looks really good. I mean, I, I probably won't be you know high on it, no. but the animation and the way that game looks, wow. That thing looks super good. But anyway, back okay, to Okay, okay, okay. So, so, okay, fine. We already talked about that. Let me ask you a quick question because they just, uh, HBO just released The Last of Us uh, trailer like a couple days ago. So, here, once again, get ready for another adaptation. What do you think of it so far? Or your expectation? It's going to be perfect. Perfect. Okay. It's an adaptation. It's, it is in a true. See, the difference is, is that I. 
This is the thing. I don't think you truly get what my issue is with I the do. words adaptation. I do. I do because, understand you, but I also have to understand from their perspective. Last, they, they can't Last just... of Us, Last of Us looks like Last of Us, has the characters from Last of Us, and is visually transferring that, that medium to the television film medium. But they're doing it as an adaptation. Like, it's like... You know, there's probably going to be a few things because I don't want everything to be the same if I'm going to watch through the show. But it's still going to be hardcore based on what people who have played the series see, have done, have been through, have experienced. Okay, but I, you have to understand from, from the perspective of Cyberpunk and Last of Us, they both were amazing games. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd say League of Legends is an amazing game, too, no, it, it's honestly. A, I mean, it, it's a mobile game, which, which is kind of hard to create. If, if they create exactly the same thing that the way they did for the game, like the mobile and everything, we won't, we won't be here talking about our king. Oh, no, I get it. I so, get so, it. So, I, you have to, yeah, from, the, from if their this was the if this, if this was best, if the, 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 the top, if the uh, category was best, Best animated uh, gaming film or whatever. Gaming IP thing. Arcane, hands down, no problem. When it comes to the word adaptation, that's where I get hung up. And I'm still not saying that Arcane doesn't deserve it. I still think they do. But it's really hard because of that word adaptation. Well, to be fair, that Sonic, I, I, Sonic, I have an issue. Sonic did just go off on the loop, the loop, the loop. I mean, there's a storyline uh, to it. Just saying. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, only yeah, only yeah. only nerds care about that. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> uh, Mike said still better than Mortal Kombat. The first movie I might fight you on. And if you're talking about the animated movies, no, no, the we're talking animation. About movie. Oh, oh, we, okay. We didn't watch the animation. There was an okay, because the animations are actually dope as fuck. Like, I didn't expect them to because I'm not a Mortal Kombat head. I'm not one of those people where it's like, yeah, it's cool because in the 90s there was blood. Yeah. No, those animated movies keep surprising me. Because I keep tuning in being like, all right, let me waste an hour and a half of my life. Go ahead and give it to me. And then I'm and by the end of it, I'm like, God damn, they actually... They actually did something there. The first one, Scorpion's Revenge, was dope. I had no hope for the second one they did based on Sub-Zero, but I watched that like a month ago, and I was like, yo, man, that, that was actually a really good friggin' movie. <laughs> so if you get a chance, people who are listening, I would suggest that you watch the Mortal Kombat animations because it's, it's a little bit better than just wasting your time with something flashing on the screen. So... Um. Uh. Oh yes, is yes. Obviously, the second one and the new one. Oh God, the second one and the new one. Jesus Christ, those movies. <laughs> that new Mortal Kombat movie. I don't think I'll ever recover from what that movie did. <laughs> I have never seen such a such a a waste of talent for for Scorpion. Because bro who played Scorpion is like, was perfect. That movie was garbage all the way around. And, I, 
somebody should have their legs whooped for for writing that movie and the director needs help too i'm sorry it's just the way it is uh but yes in that case yes the second one and the new movie yes arcade is a better adaptation than that yeah hell no that was a yeah no dude bro it was awful we agree i don't know why you say hell no that was so awful it was awful but they picked the right guy to play Scorpion. They did not use him effectively Wait, are you in playing about Scorpion. The, the latest movie. Yes, the latest yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not. It was so cringy. It was Watch. terrible. The only thing that got a slight chuckle of amusement from me was when the character kept leg sweeping the dude. Yes, that was I was like, that's a good throwback. Yeah, that's a good throwback to the to play Wait, in the Scorpion game. Scorpion was, was the father, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I like him. I like um, Sub-Zero and everything, but they never had a time in timeshare. They got overshadowed by yes. how shit the rest of the movie was. The grandkid, grand, whatever, yeah, his grandson yeah. was trash. Just yeah. trash. Yeah. So, I guess let's, you know, let's go ahead and start going into the closing, because those are the only things we really wanted to talk about as far as categories. But, you know, if we were okay. going to want to run through, best narrative. Best narrative. Oh God, I think I gave it that to um, Horizon. Is it is that narrative? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Plague Tale, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Forbidden <laughs> yeah. West, Immortality. I would never ever give it to Ragnarok for best narrative, and, especially. And I one. also chose Forbidden West, but it's for that reason I was explaining earlier. Where when you think of a narrative, you think of a story being told in a certain direct way. Yes. And Elden Ring does not have that. No, no. So I also say Forbidden West would probably be if, if that they had cut out a lot of Atreus, then you know I would give it to God of War. But no, you and this hate for Atreus. I do oh. hate Atreus. I it's, he's a one cocky kid that was whatever. But he's Loki. You love Loki. Yeah, so so loving Loki. Yeah, no. Um. Let's see, uh, best esport athlete. <laughs> Baker. Oh, Baker. There's Chovy and then there's Faker. That's the only thing that we know. I don't know anybody else. I mean, I know, I know the rest, and I still say it's it's Faker. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Everybody else is is aspiring to be what Faker is. That's the end of the. That's that's it. Correct. I it, agree. Like everyone else hopes to be as popular. As Faker, and none of them will be. No. The man pretty much owns Korea at this point. So yeah, <laughs> which is kind of weird because when you look at the best esport team, T1 is not even on the list. That's Gen G. I'm like, but they didn't do much. They went home really rather quickly. Yeah. yeah. I, that's I, what I'm saying. I, like I would, yeah, I would put Gen G up there. I, I'm sorry, T1 up there rather than Gen G, but yeah. yeah, it's why I didn't vote on this because all of the, all of these teams much love to you, but uh, I I'm sorry, just if you like if you're going to have a League of Legends team, you would think they would pick the team that actually won worlds. If that's the only thing I could expect other than T1, which still has a much larger fandom than DRX, any of these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, any of these teams. So, I mean, whatever. Whatever. Is is Was there any other category that you, you know, felt strongly about? 
that that you were like, I may not be that interested, but you know, is there? Let me ask you if there's a, a, a one that pisses you off. Yes, it's called God of War Ragnarok. Oh well, in every I'm in, category besides I'm, I'm, I'm in category, but but <laughs> I I hate that best mobile game. And and I know this sounds wrong, but best mobile game just rubs me wrong. Because just seeing it, just seeing the category, you you know what I makes I seen me a, a little salty. I see a lot why. of um, is the Genshin Impact. It's like popping up everywhere. I don't know. Have, have you mm. tried the game? Or uh, yeah, I hate it. Um, yeah, I've seen it popping up a couple times elsewhere too. Yeah. I didn't play Vamp... Uh, like, I'm looking at best debut indie game. Mm -hmm. And my friend has been playing Vampire Survivors. And when you look at this game... If I told you how many hours this man has put into it... You'd be like, how? You say best But indie? that joint's... Huh? Best debut indie? Oh. Okay. And, but, uh... Yeah, Vampire Survivors is, it, like... I haven't played it personally, so I couldn't give it to it. But I would have to say, like, Stray or Neon White. Because Neon White is actually pretty damn fresh in the execution of how they made that game. I don't know if you've seen anything on it. No. But it's basically a speed-running... A speed-running... How would you put it? A speed-running Souls-like with... Your abilities being interchangeable cards. And if you have no idea what that means, you'll just have to watch a video of, of like a run through of that game. It's so wild, but it deserves, if, if, if it gets the best debut indie, it deserves it. So, yeah. Can, yeah. can I just, um, you know what's so funny? The for the best community support, I'm surprised uh, League of Legend is not on there. Are you surprised though? I'm throwing shade. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm throwing shade. Yeah. Best community yes. support, yes, yes, they're very supportive. Oh yeah, wait before we, we you know closing, I, can we look at this one really quick? Oh, where did it go? What is it? Most anticipated game. God, I don't even see. Oh, there it is. There Look it is. At the list. Most I'm anticipated like, mm, game. Yeah, mm. garbage. Exactly. So why are they the most like who vote for this? I would. Well, I mean, let me put it like this. I mean, we all know because this is the problem. This is the problem. At the at the base of all of this, it's all money. Well, okay, yeah, it's yeah. all promotion and money. So I understand how or why these games are up because they're the ones that we know about that are supposedly dropping relatively soon. That's the first thing that that dwindles this list. Because I'm sorry, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine by Insomniac Games, that's where that 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 is the most anticipated thing. I'm pretty sure the, the Vito Gamer, you know, none of them gonna pick one yeah. That, that list is kind of crazy. Final Fantasy 16. You know what we're going to talk Hogwarts about next week? Hogwarts Legacy. Who, care, who cares about... Okay, no, nobody's going to care about... What, you know it? what I'm going to care about? Resident Evil 4, Starfield. What the hell is Starfield? 
Starfield is from the people who make Fallout, but it's basically yeah. like Fallout Fallout in space, but okay. it's it's different. It, it looks really good. Or let me put it this way: it okay, looks I rough around the edges. Yeah, I, 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 but, uh, but it it graphically and what we've seen so far it looks really good. Uh, and I ain't throwing shade at Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. I it is anticipated. Yeah, it that's why I, I would give it to them. Like if if anything else on the list is the fan base for Nintendo, you know, uh, yeah. But, but the other. But four, do you know what this list? really makes me mad about and whether or not we and i don't know if you want to go into this for next week but i'm gonna propose a topic and that topic is write it down all of these games would be way more intriguing and anticipated by me Mm -hmm. if any of them were friggin co-op why is nothing on this list co-op and it really makes you think of how many games you like that come out these days and you can't literally you literally can't just sit down and play with your you friends. Sure, you sure Harry Potter's not because Harry Potter is like mul- should be multiple players. It should be, shouldn't it? It's not. But it's a sing- it's a single player open world Hogwarts game. But that's like an RPG. The whole fucking books is RPG. Literally role Yeah. Play. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now. Mm. I would play Hogwarts Legacy because I don't know if you've been looking at the the breakdown of that, but what they're what they've built is actually really friggin' intriguing. Hmm. Like and the the battle the like you can uh you can do these tests of of skill where you battle other wizards like that are in the game, not other people that are real people, but you can battle wizards in the game and you kind of learn how to deflect and do all your spells and stuff. It looks really, really cool, honestly. And it's not co-op. And it's, 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 it's like, it's for, I, now I've been told that I, that I read wrong, but it's the same thing that I'll have as a negative against Spider-Man 2, even though I can't wait for it. If Spider-Man 2 turns out to not have co-op, I'm going to be mad. There's literally two Spider-Men. You can't play them both at the same time. So you should be able to play both at the same time with a friend. And whoever didn't bring that up at the at the at the, the business table at, at the, the the meeting should be fired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm well, just playing. When you think when you say co-op for me I still love Contra the best. Like, yo, like, hell yeah! That's what I'm saying. Like, why can't people make the most simplistic game like that? It's just enjoyment, you know. Finish like 50 levels, something, and just at the end, it's a fun. To me, that's what I I love about co-op when playing. That was the most best game ever playing with a friend. Yeah, and but the thing is, is I have to differentiate this for anyone who listens later. I'm not talking about multiplayer online. I'm talking about actual co-op. Yeah. You have a campaign that people have built and manu- just just manufactured to an excellence, but two people can play it. I'm not talking about Destiny where you two people can or two or more people can play together, but it's in a world that's shallow as hell. I'm I'm curbing my language. Shallow as hell. And that you can't curb my language and you curbing your language. No, I curb my language because once I start, I ramp up. And at some point I have to even I do this in every show where I'll talk to myself. Well I'll be like, Will no. (laughs) No. Because we all know where I can go. So I'm just saying, like, 
you know, it, uh, I'm, I'm talking about co-op, like an actual just co-op game. You know, we've had great ones come out recently, such as It Takes Two. Uh, uh, what was I, the game long time ago? Um, Army of Two? <laughs> Army of Two? Man, if EA remade Army of Two, I might actually buy one of their games. Yeah. Because that, that Army of Two, an entire shooter based around two people cooperatively taking down enemies. I'm all about it. One guy with a shield, the other person on his back, like guiding him and shooting over top. Oh my God. I, I would love it. I look at that sometimes because it's on a uh, game pass. I look at it sometimes. I'm like, go back and test and taste it. But I'm like, no. No, it's been blacklisted along with everything else for me, eh, basically, yeah. in my book. But, but, uh, but who knows? Either way, all I'm saying is like, game developers really need to get back on the ball with that. Cause that game, Returnal, on PS5, cause I, I mean, I talk to a lot of game devs these days because of what I've, uh, my other podcast, as well as people I've interviewed, as well as people that I'm in contact with now that are in the industry. It's not as easy as one would think to make a co-op game if the game wasn't originally built with co-op in mind. With that in mind, one of the coolest moves ever made in gaming was from the developer of Returnal for PS5 because they brought out a single player game and then a year later said, oh, also take this update. It makes it so you can play with a friend. Just out of nowhere. No one knew it was coming. No one asked for it. They just did it. And now you can play a game that can be difficult with a friend. And it's actually even more amazing. So I get it. It's not as easy. But a lot of game developers need to get off that trying to turn everything into a live service. Live service game, aka, how can we charge you for everything under the sun DLC. while giving you one fourth of the game? Yeah, like, yeah, $20 like, for this DLC, $25 yeah. for another DLC. Oh, you and want I hate this armor set, pay more. Yeah, and I hate to, I hate to do this and go back to talking about Elden Ring again, but that's honestly one of the greatest things that no one talks about with Elden Ring. Yeah, you can go through the game by yourself, but it's so much fun to go through the game with a friend right beside you. It's an open world that you can actually have a real person with you on your adventure. That shouldn't be so rare or new, and it is, and that's sad. That is sad. All these gigantic worlds we've played in the last decade of gaming... And none of them can you just say, hey, let's run through this. Like, I, I want to have a friend while I'm running. Like, think of how great, think of how great Horizon would be if you could have a friend with Aloy. Think how much fun that would be. I want Guerrilla Games to go back to Killzone as a side note. I'm, I, I really want them to move. Like, I get it. They probably won't because Horizon is extremely successful. And Killzone is competing against, like, Call of Duty, which it can never do. But I really want Guerrilla Games to go to something else, personally. 
personally. This me. Yeah. <laughs> I know I kind of just ranted for like 15 minutes, but. No, no. Sorry. I mean, when it comes to co-op, I just don't know why more um, studio doesn't. Don't know why they don't want to make them, but. It probably costs more in the return because now you can have one person have the game and you just play with them. Well, no. If I have the version and you have the version, it's, they still can make money. So from the point of less selling, that's that's kind of untrue. Yeah. Don't know why. People like... I don't... Wait. What studio make Uncharted again? Uh, Naughty Dog. Oh, are they making anything new? Or any new um, IP? The last, the last news that just came out earlier today, Naughty Dog is supposed to be working on a live service game. No. I don't know what it is. But also, they released today that there's rumor that Uncharted is going to be rebooted. But Naughty Dog isn't the team that's working on it. That's interesting. That is actually... Do I want to see it? No. But it's interesting to see what another team can do with Uncharted. Now that Uncharted is done. If yeah. you get what I mean. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, so, I will probably play the first one. That's the one I didn't get to play. But, I, you know, I would play all the rest. Because you introduced me to number two. Yes. Yeah. Number two, which is still... In my mind, probably the greatest action game of all time. Everything about that game is amazing. It is. It, it, it really brought me back into the realm of gaming. That's how good that shit was. And, and it's just oh, it's so good. I, I, don't, I think it was number two or number three where they were in uh, Tibet or Nepal. In that, um, when they were fighting those blue monkey. Uh, no, that was that was two. Was that two? Yeah. Yo, that was the most scariest thing of of all the game of Uncharted. I'm like, I was running yeah. away, shooting the thing. That was scary. It's like a horror game. Yeah, I understand. I understand why it's weird because you start out the game on the train, but then you flash back to what got him there. But that train crash in the beginning was him basically getting to like the Himalayas, which is where. Yeah, yeah, you run I, into yeah those I have to go back. I, I forgot what's a two or three, but yeah, that, that was to me. That yeah, was... I actually just played back through all of the Uncharted. Amazing. Um, but yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, so we'll we'll go over all this stuff that I want to complain about. Okay. And and uh, come up with something for next oh, week. Oh, we but... definitely. Well, we can talk about who won. So that would be a good topic. The disappointment in us. Probably. You'll be able to tell who won by my face. That's that. It'll one topic for five minutes in next episode. That just look at my face, smell my eyes, and you'll understand how the game awards went. Yeah, it's to, are you gonna watch it live tomorrow at the? It's gonna be around seven thirty Eastern time. Yeah, um, I have a podcast I have to do tomorrow afternoon, but okay. uh, as long as I finish up with that, yes, I'll be watching the game awards. And you can like I finish by seven forty, turn up the <laughs> computer. <Yep. laughs> no, because I actually want to see. I want to see uh, what the announcements are going to be this year. Mm. Because I all my all my bombasticness aside, 
I don't care who wins. No. I don't care at all. Like, the, <laughs> like I enjoyed Elden Ring, and From Software made us more money than they ever have from a game. That means the studio is doing well, people are getting paid, and we're going to see something else from the studio. That's all that really matters. The rest of this stuff is just bragging rights. What I want to see tomorrow at the Video Game Awards is I want to see them say, oh, and not only did we release that Coliseum DLC update for free for Elden Ring today. That happened today, by the way, in case you need to update. But if they come back tomorrow, because that's more of a PvP side mm -hmm. of, of Elden Ring. Yeah. If they come back tomorrow during the awards and they're like, oh, and here's the DLC. Continuing the story you've played. Boy, I'm going to be shooting it at the TV. And I mean that in the dirtiest way you could possibly. <laughs> it's going to be And uh, good night, everyone. <laughs> good night, everyone. <laughs> like, like BBs. Anyway, the point is, is all I'm saying is, like, I want to see what people are announcing because there's a lot of rumors of what is going to be announced at the Game Awards. Um, and uh, if some of these rumors turn out to be true, it should be a really exciting night. Yeah. Like super exciting night. So with that, where can the people catch you? Um nowhere. I'm gonna Damn. Yeah. Damn. I'm almost <laughs> uh I finished my candle stuff, so I'm gonna try them testing up tomorrow, so more to come. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then I'll be here same time next week, same day, same time with you. I know All you right. have your podcast tomorrow and you say Friday too, right? Your maiden dream. Oh no, we had to move the one from Friday to Thursday because oh. of the uh because of the guest we're having. And so just so oh, they would be so, able to do okay. it. Yeah. So then I So working. I won't be going Friday. But as you can see, like, yeah, Twitter Mighty Vicious, YouTube at Mighty Vicious, everything at Mighty Vicious. <laughs> just Patreon at Mighty Vicious, everything at, at Mighty Vicious. I I'm I've I've made it so I'm uniform across all social media to make it easier for you, the people. So anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so other than that, thank you for joining us. Thank you for always being there for us. Thank you for those that come in afterwards and give a listen. We love you. If we angered you, we're not sorry, but we offer up the comment section below so that you can let us know just how wrong we are in our opinions. And, I'm uh, never wrong with Ragnarok. I'm never wrong. Okay, you can fight disclaimer, her on that one. Disclaimer up front. I'm not wrong with Ragnarok. And I will never be wrong. Okay. Alright. Mighty Vicious can be wrong with Elden Ring. <laughs> I don't enjoy the yak. <laughs> uh, well, with that, ladies and gentlemen... We bid you adieu. Have a good night. Good night. Be safe, everyone. Bye.